Humans have been living and reproducing on this earth for ages and ages, but none of that would have been possible if it weren't for the female egg and the male sperm coming together to allow the human population to carry on and flourish. It's a well-known fact that without the female egg and the male sperm coming together, life would be impossible. Only with both will a baby be created. This is the gift of human life, one of the most precious and miraculous gifts bestowed on mankind. But though we've been procreating and reproducing for eons, science has only recently begun to understand this complex process. Think back to the movies that depicted the olden days. A queen is pregnant and give birth to a baby girl when it is a male heir that is required. Uh-oh. Then she's promptly blamed for the baby's gender by her husband and his family. Well, guess what? According to basic genetics, the king and his family are all fools. If they must blame someone for the gender of their newly arrived bundle of joy and diapers, or nappies if you're British, then it is the king they should blame, as we now know that it is the male sperm that determines the sex of the baby. But this important and interesting question about creation was only answered relatively recently. Who or what determines the gender, sex of a baby? Is it the egg or the sperm? Is it a combination of the two? Scientists and scholars argued about this for ages before determining the truth, namely that the sperm, which carries either an X or a Y chromosome, is what determines a baby's gender, since all female eggs are the same and carry only the X chromosome. Thus, when a man's sperm carries the X chromosome, you will have XX and a baby girl. But when a man's sperm carries the Y chromosome, you get XY and a baby boy is the result. Of course, today this is common knowledge among the scientific community, but that wasn't always the case, as many a poor old queen will tell you. The first indication that sex chromosomes were distinct from other chromosomes came from experiments conducted by German biologist Hermann Henking in 1891. While using a light microscope to study sperm formation in wasps, Henking noticed that some wasp sperm cells had 12 chromosomes, while others had only 11 chromosomes. Also, during his observation of the stages of meiosis leading up to the formation of these sperm cells, Henking noticed that the mysterious 12th chromosome looked and behaved differently than the other 11 chromosomes. Accordingly, he named the 12th chromosome the X element to represent its unknown nature. Interestingly, when Henking used a light microscope to study egg formation in female grasshoppers, he was unable to spot the X element. Based on his observations, Henking hypothesized that this extra chromosome, the X element, must play some role in determining the sex of insects. However, he was unable to gather any direct evidence to support his hypothesis. More than a decade after Henking's work, in 1905, Nettie Stevens surveyed multiple beetle species and examined the inheritance patterns of their chromosomes. In 1905, while studying the gametes of beetles, Stevens noted an unusual-looking pair of chromosomes that separated to form sperm cells in the male beetles. Based on her comparisons of chromosome appearance in cells from male and female beetles, Stevens proposed that these accessory chromosomes were related to the inheritance of sex or gender. That very same year, 1905 was a big year for genetics, Edmund Beecher Wilson made the same discovery as Nettie Stevens completely independently of each other. So both Edmund Beecher Wilson and Nettie Stevens are credited with discovering the chromosomal XY sex determination system. The fact that males have XY sex chromosomes and females have XX sex chromosomes. 
So this information in the grand scheme of things is considered to be a relatively recent discovery. However, the incredible and almost unbelievable part is this. The Holy Quran 1400 years ago and with amazing accuracy stated that the sex of human babies is determined by the sperm. This ancient book not only outlines the specific sequence of events that lead to creation, but it also states with 100% accuracy that the sperm are the sex determining factor. God says in the Holy Quran, he has created both sexes, male and female, from a watery bit of the semen which has been ejected. The term watery bit of semen in the verse above is referring to the sperm component of semen. Now, there have been some who've said that the ancient Egyptians predicted how the creation process worked even before the Holy Quran was sent down. While this may be true, but most likely is a myth, ancient Egyptian wasn't translated until the last century, while the Holy Quran made its statement 1400 years ago. The Egyptians were using hieroglyphics for 3,400 years until they died out about 1,600 years ago in AD 400, when the Rosetta Stone, an ancient artifact that became the key to understanding Egyptian hieroglyphics, was discovered in 1799, attempts to decipher it began. But it was only in 1822 that Jean-Francois Champollion, a French scholar of ancient languages, announced that he had succeeded in reading the hieroglyphics and cracking the Rosetta Stone by using the Greek language as a guide. This very nicely proves that Egyptian hieroglyphics were not deciphered during the 7th century, the century of the Holy Quran. So in conclusion, the Holy Quran is the only ancient book that states specifically that the sex determination is caused by the sperm and that the sperm determines the sex of every baby. From 1400 years ago, a scientific fact which was later discovered by Edmund Beecher Wilson and Nettie Stevens only in 1905 when they discovered the chromosomal XY sex determination system, namely the fact that males have XY sex chromosomes and females have XX sex chromosomes. <laughs>